0: Welcome to The Unveiling Podcast. We're your hosts, Connie Jones and Andrew Prowan, And together we share over 25 years of experience as professional therapists and coaches helping people get powerful breakthrough in every area of their lives. This Unveiling Podcast is birthed from our personal and professional journeys. It's our mission to partner with the Holy Spirit in releasing truth that unveils anything that prevents us from experiencing God's presence, power, and purpose at the depth and clarity that He intended. In our journey
1: together, we will explore deeper understanding of the scriptures, and as we do, wisdom and truth will be revealed that creates a tangible relationship with Christ that produces powerful transformation in your life. We are passionate about ministering to Christ followers and to those who are curious about having an authentic relationship with God, but have moved away because they were put off by the messages and the preconceived notions that they've gotten.
0: We are all in this life journey of discovering God's mysteries, and He desires to unveil them to us.
1: He has hidden these mysteries as treasures for us to find and cherish. So
0: we invite you to subscribe to The Unveiling Podcast and tell your friends, check out our first several episodes that are now available at iTunes and Spotify. Well, hey guys, and welcome to The Unveiling Podcast episode two. We're your hosts, Connie Jones
1: and Andrew Crowant, And we're so happy that you joined us on this journey together to spiritual growth and maturity that really results in powerful life transformation. And today we're taking a deeper dive into the discussion on transformation what it is, and what does transformation have to do with our relationship with God? Why is it vital to our spiritual growth and maturity?
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and those are great questions. Um, and as powerful, I mean, as professional counselors and coaches, um, Andrea and I encounter on a daily basis men and women who are desperate for positive change in their lives in, in different areas in their life and sometimes in every area of their life. And they feel stuck in their current reality. It feels frustrating. It feels hard, unfulfilling. And there's this plethora of information in our society from all these gurus and who teach these, who teach strategies and formulas, and which is all good stuff. We need we need the wisdom of people and wise counsel. But, um, you know, about these. But there are a lot of strategies and formulas out there about how to transform areas in your life. But what we see is people trying all sorts of things and spending thousands of dollars and countless hours trying to find these answers that will provide them with the freedom and the fulfillment that they want, and they are not finding it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we've done it.
1: I right? oh, absolutely been there too. But you know, often we invest a lot of our resources and money, time, and energy, and we're still left feeling stuck and just unfulfilled. Mm. And you know, people are—we're all desperate for less stress, less fear, um, more freedom and yeah. and just freedom from unhealthy habits and patterns we want joy and inner peace and not to mention greater financial freedom
0: yes absolutely we and the other i mean we always you know definitely we want more freedom with our time and with our money and but we want we want more it's really margin that we want it's margin we want we want to be able to spend our time and our energy doing the things that we love we want to make a deeper impact in a, a greater Impact on and, and influence, and when they, and then we always want more satisfying relationships. And you know, you and I, yes, we've tried all of that, and we both can understand the struggle and the frustration because we have lived it on so many fronts ourselves. Oh. And we shared a lot of our story and a lot of our struggle in our first podcast, and we will share a whole lot more, of course, as we go along in this journey with you. But. If you missed it, um, if you missed Sharon, our, our first podcast, um, it's there, so you can go back and listen. and And we pray that you know that our testimony will inspire you and encourage you. Um, and how God began art to transform our lives is is the very thing that sparked our passion for doing this, the Unveiling Podcast. And our, it's kind of like our breakdowns led to our breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. We like to say, mm-hmm. and as and I always say that obstacles are our opportunities for growth. And, and God, you know, he shows up in our story and he ultimately transform our transformation that he does in us glorifies him and it confirms our identity as his children. And we're made to be overcomers. We can mm-hmm. live the victorious life. That's yeah. the good news. Yeah.
1: And now we can both say that the transformation that we've experienced up until now Um, Or, you know, and there's always more. I mean, it's a process. It's a, it's, you know, we'll never get there and arrive until we're on the other side of heaven, you know, that side of heaven. But um, it has allowed us to live more from our God-given identity than living for it, you know, which is, you know, that's what we do. We try to get our worth and value and identity from uh, the wrong sources. Um, And it's fueled passion and purpose in our lives. And we understand what understand what thriving in our personal and professional life really feels like.
0: Yes. And
1: we're on this journey of discovery. You know who we are in Christ, who is our Heavenly Father, who is he really, and how to partner with the power of the Holy Spirit just to trust God in all that we do. So our heart is to share what has been unveiled to us so that it's kind of like a ripple effect that touches your life and then sparks the flame within you to pursue his presence Power and purpose in your life, and that helps to touch other people. It reaches mm. other people. It's like the, like I said, like a ripple effect. So for us to reach maturity in Christ, it takes transformation, whether it's pursued by us intentionally as we're going after the presence and passion that we have for God, or whether it's the result of some point of pain in our life. Um, but before we go into transformation, Um, We need to answer, you know, why is transformation important? Mm. And we have to get a hold of the reality that we are unique and that we carry a part of God in our DNA that no one or nothing else does. And, uh, you know, we've actually
0: been hijacked. Yeah. Our brain has been hijacked. No, our our true identity has been hijacked. You're exactly right. It's been veiled from us. It's Mm -hmm. been distorted um yes. there's and and so he wants to help us get that back or he wants us to be restored to our true identity. Yeah, so as we begin to understand he is a
1: personal god and he wants us to experience his love. There's no need to look at the to the left or right and compare ourselves to others. Or as I like one of the pastors I I listen to a lot says live in the land of Ur." You know, we got to be um prettier or um you know Smarter or skinnier. Yeah. So we're always looking
0: around.
1: Um, You know, we are already made in his image and is walking intimately with the Lord and stepping into what's always already true, always been true about us. It already is true. Mm. It's stepping stepping into the reality of that identity. Yeah.
0: It's so powerful. Yeah. There's another powerful verse in 2 Corinthians that um, it's 2 Corinthians 3:18 that says so all of us who have had that veil removed can now see and reflect the glory of God. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we're changed into his glorious image. We're called to be a unique reflection of God on the earth. That enables us to display his glory, manifest the power of the Holy Spirit, and essentially bring heaven to everywhere there is hell on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, uh, that's the translation of yeah. from Shane Willard, yeah. who's a pastor and a teacher that we both love. And, yeah. um, and that is so, it's so beautiful the way that he says that. And it's just like we we just got to God wants to remove the veil that has been clouding us from being able to see who he is and Mm -hmm. to see who we are so that we can understand that we were we are a reflection of him and that we have his we can manifest his glory and his power and bring heaven to earth where there where we experience a lot of hell. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. We're living in a reality that doesn't have to be our reality. Absolutely. So, you know, he he speaks in his creation about transformation too, not only in scripture. He he didn't only just, he didn't, he he speaks about transformation everywhere. He doesn't just keep it in scripture. He speaks transformation in creation, in all around us every day. And transformation starts with pruning and that allows abundant growth. Or, you know, you can kind of Liken it to uh, a caterpillar going into co- into a cocoon and what it becomes. You know, it's um, it's moving from one form into another, and being in the cocoon is like being in God's presence, in that safety, in that in that um, in 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 the presence and the in the um, the the transformational power of God. And then we see that it comes out of the cocoon as a new creature, as a butterfly, and butterflies mm-hmm. are free. Butterflies aren't bound to the earth and our spirit, just like us, our spirit is not bound to the earth and it, it should be connected to heaven because that's the way we're created to the heavenly realm. And then we should have a sense of understanding about that and how that flows into our life. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that part about creation and God speaks,
1: speaks through his creation. It does. And, you know, that even, you know, like pruning has to take place for Um, you know, for flowers to grow, right. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, you prune off things so that it just starts to rapidly grow. And when we think about the cocoon, you know, that's a place of safety and security Mm -hmm. in the process of transformation. And as we renew our mind in his love and practice feeling the truth, which we'll talk about soon is, you know, that's the place in that intimacy Mm. with him that we are transformed. And Romans 12, two says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That word perfect right there means mature, really. Mm. We are all about perfection in our society. And that's just a false sense of truth. I mean, that's, like, a, you know, nothing's perfect except God, but we can become mature.
0: Well, and the other thing is that we try to become perfect in our own strength, in our yes. own being. And what he's saying here is that this word perfection is, is, is that he has to do that for us, that his spirit in us, his transformation in us beco- makes us perfect and that we already are because we're a reflection of him. Absolutely. So there's no flaw there. Yeah,
1: And the word right there for transform, it actually comes from the same. It's a root word where we get our word for metamorphosis. Mm. So it is like that callipenter that's to callipenter to butterfly transformation that you mentioned. But it is actually transforming us back into the image that he had in mind about us from the beginning.
0: Mm.
1: It's not. The image that we've created from our own pain and hurt.
0: Mm, not the image of the from the messages that we've received, even mm-hmm. from the people who love us the most. So it's not from our emotional wounds, it's not from our just dist- it's not our distorted view of ourselves. That's the image we create. That's what we create. And then we try to become, we try to perform into perfection. Yeah. Because we feel like we're less than. But he says, No, you're already mm-hmm. perfect, you're already good, and you're a reflection of me. And I just want you the way that I created you. Yeah. So this transformation that, that he wants for us, that he talks about all the time, that he, you know, in every, in different ways. I mean, he puts it in his word and his creation, however we can understand it. It must be pretty important to him, um, obviously. But that transformation is hindered when we have religious doctrine and when we have, when we settle for intellectual knowing about God but we don't really know him personally. And we touched on this a little Mm -hmm. bit in our first episode that we settle for salvation, but we miss healing, deliverance, and then ultimately transformation. He doesn't want us. He's not just just concerned about our ultimate salvation. He's concerned about, are we living in hell on earth? He's Mm -hmm. not concerned about, we know we're going to heaven, but, but why live in hell on earth? And it's not just about us. It's about what he intended in the first place, and his whole purpose was to bring heaven to earth. Yeah, and, and we'll, for us and we, to make heaven to oh,
1: earth. We're going to talk a lot, a lot about, about that. that. Yeah, I mean, salvation—you know—is not a one-time. It is a—you know—we enter into salvation, but actually, the way that they would have seen salvation from the original context was much more than we are typically taught. Um, But salvation is a process. I mean, it's it's the word salvation is actually ongoing. Mm -hmm. It's ongoing. And the word sozo, which means salvation is saved, healed, delivered. And it that is a process and a continual transformation. And as we'll talk about, there's seasons for that. You know, we're not just like in creation, there's seasons. So there's
0: seasons for us to walk out the transformation that has just happened. So it's not just a constant. You're not yeah. always going to be, you know, you're not, every flower doesn't always bloom. You're not always in blooming. Right. You're and not always not in, in, you're not always dormant either, but you've got rest periods. You've got harvest periods. You've got all the things that, you know, yeah. that, that, that nature yeah. shows us.
1: And I don't think that we always need to actually be looking for transformation necessarily, mm. but just allowing God to, you know, like if we feel like we say stuck, or we still mm-hmm. feel stagnant. Or there's just like this pattern in our life that we can't seem to overcome. Yeah. Those, are, those are opportunities for growth. And so just connecting with God and
0: trusting him. And often we resist. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's why we stay change. stuck. Yeah. Well, that's why we stay stuck. Because we resist change because we like comfortability, number one. But also... We, we live in a broken world, and so we settle, and, and sometimes, and I hear this all the time in our in my work and in personal life, and everything. And I used to believe this, too, because I believed lies about God, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but we settle for a different life than the one he created for us because we live in a broken world, but God is not doing that to us. We made a decision a long time ago that that he didn't have a choice but to allow us to live on earth when he didn't create us to live in a broken world in the first place, but that was our decision. And so now we have to suffer the consequences of that, but we do live in a broken world, but we settle for, but he's saying, I want to redeem and I want to restore you back to the way that I intended it initially. And, but we have to be willing and allow our hearts to him open our hearts to him and allow him to heal our hearts and apply the redemption of our pain, our disappointments, our losses, and begin to get a taste of who we really are by experiencing his presence, his power, and his purpose. So if we have a you know if we have this big, good, all-loving, um, infinite, um, omnipresent, abundant, relentlessly kind and, and loving God, then it, who created everything in the universe including us in the detail, and he wants what's best for us, and he promises us in John ten ten that we have life to the full, then why do we struggle so much? Where is that? Ga- I, and we see it all the time, the gap between what is our reality? What do we see in front of us? And what are we living every day versus what he intended for us? And what he says is our inheritance. So why do we stay stuck? Yeah. We- and there is a gap. There's a
1: gap between the hectic and the harmony, mm. and that gap is, and that's, you know, that gap is for transformation. That's the mm. opportunity, that's the area for transformation right there. It's a gap between the hectic and harmony in our soul,
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: very depth of, of how we show up in life. And, and then our believe. life is a
0: reflection of what's going on in our soul, our mind, will, and our, right. our emotions. Yeah.
1: So, absolutely. We, so, we often run from God, we run from Him, we mm. stay, you know, in fear and shame. And we just stay disconnected and from the one who offers the true freedom, you know, so, Mm -hmm. and we may still struggle. This isn't like, oh, we're never going to struggle again, but he has the answers and we can experience the peace that passes all of understanding. That is, if he said it, then it must be available for us to access, but we get to choose if we want transformation or not, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, but what happens to us when we don't transform when we just stay stuck
0: when we're just living we just and, you you know, we're existing
1: yeah and it, what happens is we 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 die we just exist or there's no life it's like like i said we we live in either going in light life and increase or death darkness and decrease and if we're not growing and changing then we're dying yeah like in the essence. dead sea it's kind of mm-hmm. like we said you know and we want to ask you to just consider and ponder you know, what areas in your life feel like the Dead Sea?
0: Where there is no life. Where it's stuck, stagnant, and stale. Yeah. Where there's no life flowing yeah. through it.
1: If, if something isn't changing, it is dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything in creation, if we're talking about creation again, yeah. everything that he created has an element of change, mm. of transformation, of seasons. So yeah. if we're not changing or not willing to change in the right season, then, ultimately, it's going to create maybe not physical death, but death in our relationships, or death in our um, in our passion, death of, mm.
0: of something in our life. Um, and then we do we feel dead inside. We feel yeah. numb. We feel, yeah. and then we look to the little distractions and um, counterfeits for yeah. to 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 seek relief. And so we settle for existing, and then getting relief from our existence rather than truly living, living fully alive, which is what God intended. And so we asked last week, "What are those?" And you know, like Andrew said today, "What areas in your life feel like the Dead Sea?" And last week we asked, or last podcast we asked, "What areas are you desiring powerful transformation?" Mm-hmm. But but we want to ask, we want to go a, a step deeper and and say. You know, if you're not open to transformation in those areas, if you just if we just say that we want transformation, Mm -hmm. but we're not experiencing the transformation, then it's because probably we haven't honestly and vulnerably shared our heart. Yeah. And we haven't shared our desire and our desperation for that transformation with God. And we're not truly connecting with him in that place and letting him in there. Now, that's not in every case, but I'm just saying a lot of people just say, I want change, but they don't ever really take it to him and let him access those places in our heart and in our life because we're staying disconnected from him, from fear or shame or mistrust or just plain self, self self-sufficiency. You know, I have all the answers thinking I can still figure it out on my own. And we don't surrender. Right. And to
1: experience power, and that that takes courage. Oh, it absolutely does. It totally takes courage. And vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. Just being open and transparent. Um, To experience the powerful transformation that he offers, Mm -hmm. it requires that we really fully surrender to him and allow him to fully access our hearts so he can do sort of heart surgery on us. And it's not so he can control us or punish us or manipulate us, but so he can love and heal and nurture Mm -hmm. us back to this wholeheartedness back to that, a true identity that we're talking about where we can experience peace Mm -hmm. and um, we can sit in confidence in who we are. You know, I heard this quote earlier and it just kind of reminds me of that. It's like self-reflection is a place where God's presence is revealed not concealed.
0: Mm. Truth so is it's, unveiled.
1: It's unveiled. Truth is and, unveiled. And so when we, you know, and that like I said, takes courage in some some areas it's easier than others to open up and to to really look at it. But sometimes we're afraid of what we might see or what we might find. And that just is an indicator that we don't really mm-hmm. know the loving heart of God. Mm. There's some there's some belief system that really needs to, that we've been hijacked from the truth from, from that, the truth. And and it's like that lie yeah. that's, um, that's sitting there and controlling us.
0: Well, yeah, because who wants to surrender to a God I can't trust? Who wants to surrender to this being, number one, that I can't see. And number two, that it feels like I can't, that he's untrustworthy. He's untrustworthy with my story and he's untrustworthy with my heart. He's untrustworthy with my spouse, with my circumstances. And it feels like that to us because of our painful experiences in life and our disappointments. And so he doesn't feel trustworthy with our heart. And so we settle for struggling, striving and surviving on our own, trying to make life work, trying to figure it out for ourselves. And we seek to create our own significance and sense of security. And we'll do anything to try to create our own significance and our own sense of security. But in doing so, what we don't understand that we're doing is we're living such a smaller and harder and more isolated existence than the one God intended for us.
1: And you know, in addition to our life experiences and disappointments, then we have also some of us um, have that religious indoctrination, you know, that results in us believing lies about who God is and that greatly impacts how we personally connect him and intimately relate with him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we need to really get back to what does the, what would the original authors actually have believed about that scripture and, you know, allowing God to speak to our hearts personally, that Mm -hmm. what we call a rhema word. It's like that truth that he speaks to you personally through the word of God and it may be something different than you've ever really considered. Mm.
0: Like, what does he want to say to you right now? Mm-hmm. You know, what is he speaking to me in each in in this moment? And you know, and I was the very one that I, I didn't have until I was probably in my. I mean, I, in my early forties, did I have a true? I mean, I knew God. I, I I was. I grew up in the Baptist church. Every time the doors were open, my family was there. But I learned right and wrong. I learned good and bad. I learned legalistic. Never experienced mm-hmm. His love and His grace. I performed for Him, and so it was this conditional love until I was desperate enough and had a breakdown, and decided that I really wanted to get to know who He was. And I and I was at the end of myself. I mean, at the very end of myself. And I'll share, I shared a lot of that in the first episode and I'll share more in the future, yeah. but that's what we do. And I was very, I yeah. was the very one who, who didn't, I didn't experience his presence or and, his love. And, you know, for me, I actually, like I said,
1: didn't, I said this in the first podcast, I didn't grow up in the church, but God encountered me in a way that he healed my daughter. I mean, it was a supernatural thing just through prayer it was unbelievable it was like oh my gosh what is happening i didn't know anything about it and then the religious doctrine that i was being told was well you know that's not god or god doesn't heal people today that was just for back then mm-hmm. in in that day you know and all these gifts of the apostle you know all the gifts of healing that that stopped when the last apostle died and all this like doctrine Doctrinal stuff. And that, what that did is dead, dead doctrine.
0: Is yeah. Is. Well, <laughs> well, it is. But
1: what happened is it got, it, but instead of getting offended or defensive yeah. about it, I just really didn't know. So it drove me to really go dig for the truth. It, it drove me to find out the truth because mm. my experience and what it I was, was being real. told was two different things. Mm. And I was like, you know, and ended up studying scripture, trying to prove. That what they were saying was right, when in the reality was, is I couldn't find it anywhere. Right. And all I found was the truth that confirmed my experience with my daughter. And so I was like, you know what, my experience in that situation actually trumped the doctrine that I was being taught hmm. or they were trying hmm. to teach. So, I mean, I love the church. I love the church Absolutely. that I have many, so many um, opportunities that the church, place. yeah, mm-hmm. that God gave me. All I'm saying is there's a difference and there's more to it than we have experienced and we can't be limited
0: by That's a doctrinal true. belief system. Right. God isn't and, limited by that. And that often is where we get our beliefs Yeah, and we base our beliefs though on New Testament scriptures that are misinterpreted by the context yeah. of their original meaning, and and then through the lens of that culture from the Old Testament, and also from you know um, from our family of origin, of course we yeah. get you know from our experience with our own father, our own mother, our own caretakers, our um you know and the, the broken experiences with un- imperfect love that we have, yeah. and from our life experience, and we put those onto beliefs about God. Yeah. So we buy into the lies that. that he causes our pain, that he's a judge, that he punishes us, that he abandons us, that he's distant. Yeah, Or that he withholds from us or he controls us or he's an
1: absent father and he doesn't really care. And so, yeah, we totally buy into all those lies and many more that impact, yes. impact our desire and trust in relationship with him. Yes. So that that in itself makes us resistant to change. Um, and, and our experiences with our family you know we'll, we can talk about this more, but oh, yeah, it's like um, on another podcast, but they get you know our experiences with our family get in our friends they get reflected onto God as if it's him and his
0: nature as well. Yeah but but the good news is he wants to dismantle those lies we believe about him yeah. so that we can be free to be our best selves and live in our purpose and enjoy relationship with him. personal intimate relationship. And, and you know exactly. clear clearly
1: that there are scriptures that that reveal that we can experience God and what he does and and who he is with an an intimate relationship I mean he wants to unveil himself to, to himself mm-hmm. to us to love and God and shepherd
0: us and to connect with us and and we know just like for you know you and me that uprooting and replacing those lies about God is a tough thing to do we learned years yeah. ago, those lies and they have been embedded and habituated. And it Mm -hmm. takes time and work and supernatural power and presence of God to change that his spirit in us. But we got to recognize how continuing to believe these lies and shutting off our hearts to God out of self-protection, out of anger, Mm -hmm. out of fear are keeping us isolated, Mm -hmm. frustrated, and stuck.
1: So we encourage you to get started in tearing down those lies that you have believed about God and really pursue his presence and Mm -hmm. the truth. And, write out the lies that you believe about who God is just like, he's good. He can take it. You know, He, oh, he, he wants to, he wants to meet you in that place, like without judgment. Yeah. And, and so we encourage you to write those out and then replace each with like a, a, a scriptural truth about who he says he really
0: is and ask him to confirm that. Mm-hmm. Ask him to reveal himself to, yeah. to you in a, in in such a real and personal way. I mean, I've had to do that. I said, God, I really want to know who you are, not who everything, not who this says you are, or not who they say you are, but I want to know who you are and who you want to be to me. And um, and yet he will reveal and he'll give us those love encounters with him. And so, and you know, the other thing is I've learned to ask him the hard questions. Ask him all the questions that you have. Ask him, what did you make so special about me? And get real with him about your feelings about him. Lord, this is too hard. I don't need this. I don't like this. I don't want this if this is the way it's going to be. I want you, but I'm going to let this all out. And then I need you to show up, Lord, and tell me who you really are or show me.
1: Yeah, so we just, I mean, this is a process. It's not something that's going to, transformation doesn't happen overnight. So if you feel stuck or like, you know, there's a wall in your heart, just ask him to reveal what the lie is that you're believing. What is fortifying that wall and keeping that wall solid? And then ask him to soften it and be willing to let him in so you can get to know who he really is and how much he loves and cares for you. And like I said, we're going to be talking a lot more about this as we go. So sometimes it happens like I said, not overnight, but it just happens as you start to grow and learn mm-hmm. the truth. It can dismantle that wall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's just no better, better, better place to be than in His beautiful, restful, peaceful, life-giving presence. And um, and we've got to learn to do that vulnerably and authentically. And so we just encourage and challenge you to release just a little bit more to Him. Just talk with Him a little more vulnerably. Open your heart to him just a little deeper and ask him for help and he'll come for you in it. And and how just he loves you so much and he wants so much more for each of us and for you. And and so he's just waiting on us to just give him that little bit more of our hearts. and And so do we. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're so passionate about partnering with him as he unveils his mysteries to us so that we can experience the transformation he offers us.
1: Yes, we are so glad you joined us today. And we invite you to check out episode three um, as you continue this journey together with us to unleash God's power, purpose, and presence in your life. Thank you for joining us on the Unveiling Podcast today. We hope you were inspired and experienced deeper revelation that will spark transformation in your life.
0: Please be sure to share with your friends and family and write us a review on iTunes. And until next time, may God continue to unveil the mysteries of his presence, power and purpose so that you can reign in life.